Someone once told me that strange things only happen when you are between being awake and when you are asleep. The mind is more perceptible to the unknown in this netherworld of where dreams and reality coexist. When I was 16, I went to a party near Sefton Park with friends from school. It was a bit of a low-key affair, with the usual drinking involved along with a puff and a spliff, and if you had the head for it, drop some acid. I had neither the inclination for alcohol when I was younger, and tripping was a far too intense experience when you had to be home by 2am. There was no chance I was going to flop into the house saucer-eyed and having my mum reading me the riot act as her face would be shifting in and out of blurry focus. I decided to kick back and chill on the couch, watching the rest of my year group make merry through thick plumes of heavily scented smoke. By about midnight, pretty much everyone had hit their limits, and had either either skulked off home, retired to various rooms around the house, or were just settled into their own groups, chatting and laughing amongst themselves. I had been talking with my mates about films, Trainers, music, girls, you know, the usual stuff, but I was tired and wasn't in the mood for company. I managed to make it to about one o'clock before calling the quits and saying my goodbyes. I had a quick piss and then set off along Gullet Road for the 20 minute walk back to Emerson Street. It was ending April, so the temperature was relatively mild with a slight chill in the air. Nothing too extreme, but enough of a bite where you'd quicken your pace so you could get home a little bit quicker get some brownie points from mum in the process for coming home earlier than I'd said. She'd be able to stop worrying and get her head down and wouldn't be too grumpy before she had to get up for her first job in the morning. I was heading along Croxteth Road towards its junction with Sefton Park Road when in my peripheral vision I saw a figure ahead of me, slightly to my right, maybe five six metres away. Strange, but not scary as I'd had my head down for most of the journey, however... I hadn't seen anyone on the road around me. Looking up, I noticed it was a young lad, maybe eight or nine. He was wearing a short sleeve white shirt, grey flannel shorts, dark socks and dark smartest shoes. Nothing strange about that. Late at night for a child to be out at that time, definitely. My rushed stride quickly made up the gap between us as he was walking at an unhurried pace and as I came up beside him, Something spooked me slightly. His face was expressionless, staring ahead into the distance, not a flicker of emotion, and also the light on his face didn't seem right. The fluorescent glow of the street lamps didn't seem to fall properly on his face. It almost seemed illuminated by something else. I couldn't tell you what. It was something subtle, but not quite correct. My thoughts at the time were of, I can't wait to get home. And as I had to reach the junction of Croxteth and Sefton Park, I stepped off the pavement and into the road. The boy, however, passed behind me, turning left towards Sefton Park. As I checked left, I saw that he passed the entrance of the converted flats that were lined by dense hedges 
and was walking towards the park. I looked right towards Lodge Lane, checking for any oncoming cars and headed towards a small traffic island that was in the middle of the road. To this day, I don't know what made me look left again, but I looked back towards Sefton Park. There was no one on the pavement. The boy had vanished. I'll explain why this scared me and why I'm telling you this story now. The actions of me stepping off into the road, the boy passing behind me and me looking back again must have been no longer than 5-7 to seven seconds. He had passed the entrance to the flat and was heading towards Sefton Park. There was nowhere for him to go. Back to the entrance of the flats? Definitely not. I would have heard his footsteps at the very least and the chances are I would have seen him as it's a relatively wide entrance. No, he had definitely not backtracked. Had he gone into the hedge? I don't think so. Again, I would have heard the rustle of shrubbery and as far as I could tell, there wasn't any significant gaps where he could have gotten into. He had just vanished. I barely remember getting home that night. My mum was sitting up as I knew she would be, smoking out of her bedroom window as she always did and I told her about what I saw. She was convinced it was a ghost. <laughs> I wasn't convinced of anything. She asked me, what did he look like? And here's the thing, here's the thing. To this day, I can't for the life of me remember what he looked like. I couldn't explain properly to my mum what he looked like, not in any great detail at least. Apart from him being a young lad, I couldn't even tell you if he had dark hair or not. When I look back into my memories of that night, all I can see of his face is a blur, like someone had taken a thumb of ink and smudged his features right out of existence. Was he a ghost? I don't know. I think you have to believe in God to believe it was the disembodied spirit of a young child. Was it just a kid that had less caring parents, late out at night who had slipped off without me noticing? Maybe, but improbable. There was nowhere for him to go in that space of time. All I know that is something strange happened that evening and I don't have the understanding to explain it away as something within the normal realms of reality. It was as if he just vanished off the face of the earth.